it's that Harlem life. Don't turn it up, please. It's that Harlem life. It's your boy Ben Sorrell. We're thinking out loud. I'm the one who's going to do you right. I'm the one who's going to do you proud. Hey, everybody. It's your man. We're thinking out loud. How you doing today? I know you're doing fine. If you're not doing fine, then I'm going to send you healing energy. No, I did not mean to steal that from Charlemagne. I'm just keeping it positive because I actually care. In other news, in other chibachery news, per se, uh, for you guys who's in a domestic violence situation, uh, I'm going to tell you a little something, something, something before I start this segment. If you know someone is suffering, suffering from a domestic violence, please contact the National Domestic Violence Hotline at 1-800-799-7233. Be safe. Now, this is a cross-country trip gone wrong. So we are about to get the details on this. The headlines say a Tennessee woman found in California after violent cross-country road trip caught on camera. All right? Police in California on Tuesday said they found a woman who went missing earlier in the month as she traveled cross-country from Tennessee with her boyfriend. On May 30th, 2023, at around 4.30 p.m., the Redding Police Department learned missing person Nikki uh, Alcarez was contacted earlier today by the Eureka Police Department and found to be safe. That's good news. The Redding Police Department has been in contact with the uh, Moriarty New Mexico Police Department and confirmed Nikki is no longer considered a missing person. The Redding Police Department would like to thank our allied agency partners who assisted with efforts to locate Miss Nikki. Photographs from the original post have been removed out of respect for the involved police. Uh, for the involved, okay. That means for the family members and any everybody that was involved with this missing person named Nikki Alcaraz. Early on Tuesday, New Mexico deputies released bloody <coughs> images, body cams, video, and 911 audio of a domestic violence call involving a road trip. Nashville couple as police in multiple states attempted to find this woman who had been missing for weeks. Nikki Alcaraz and boyfriend Steven Tyler Stratton were pulled over on May 4th in Torrance County, Torrance County, New Mexico, okay, on a cross-country trip from Tennessee to California. She was later considered missing, although police said she was seen alive over the weekend at a Walmart store in North Northern California. The body cam video, however, painted a complicated picture of the days leading up to her disappearance. There was an altercation between me and my girlfriend. Stratton could be heard telling the EMT when she arrived for treatment and asking what happened. Later, he tells her he has been diagnosed with depression and anxiety. Uh, you can see the pictures of both of the uh, couples 
on Fox News. Just type in Fox News on your Google search engine for those who cannot understand and the transparency and how I talk. But I believe deep down in my heart that all of y'all do. Moving along. According to the incident report, a witness told a, a Torrance County deputy that he saw Stratton punch Alcaraz in the face on the side of the Interstate 40 on May 4. Authorities were already on the way to the scene after dispatch received a call from a screaming woman who abruptly stopped responding. The reporting, the reporting witness, a truck driver, told a responding deputy that he pulled over ready to fight Stratton after what he saw. Uh, so, so the truck driver, this is the statement from the truck driver. So I was, I was driving, I seen her sitting on the ground and the dude effing cocked back and either slapped her or punched her. And I got family. I got sisters and stuff. I would never, you know, he tells the officer. So I pulled over. I was ready to fight him, really, but he was calm. Okay. Instead, he got in the middle and asked Alcarez if she's okay. She asked him to call 911. He said, Alcarez had bruises and red marks on her skin and initial told the deputy she wanted to press charges. In the initial contact with deputy, she wanted to press charges. That's what the article was trying to say. So I had to reiterate. You know, time to time, I got to reiterate what I read. The video shows, but minutes later, when the deputy approached Stratton, he found his face covered in blood. Uh, I don't know what happened. The truck trucker later told the deputy as they discussed the possibility that the two had been mutual combatants, but just her being on the floor and him effing hitting her while she was down, I don't think she's the aggressor. I think she was probably defending herself at one point, he added. Stratton was initially sitting on the pavement, smoking a cigarette, and not wearing shoes when the deputy approached him. The deputy cuffed Stratton and confiscated a knife from his front right pocket. There was blood running down the side of the car, and deputies determined the two to be mutual combatants after allegedly pummeling each other while driving down the highway. The deputy at one point pushes Stratton on whether Alcarez may have been the aggressor. The cuff man insists he does not want to change his story or press charges. We're having issues because there's a lot of the stuff. We're having issues because there's a lot of stuff, other stuff going on. Stratton tells the deputy mental issues with her. The deputy asks if she had been diagnosed with anything, and he says he's not sure. I haven't even seen Nikki act like this before, Stratton says. I don't. Stratton also goes on to say, I don't want to get her in trouble or anything, but she's been blacking out off of like one or two beers and hitting me for the past two months. So he says, so he's telling the deputy, that he's not changing his story. He's not trying to press charges on um, Nikki. 
he haven't seen Nikki act like this before, acting all crazy and he's trying to say that she's been blacking out on beer and she's been hitting him for the last couple of months. Uh Moving on, let's see how much more tabachery. This is a lot of tabachery going on on this thing right here. Both of them appear to have been drinking, according to the incident report, but each denied having been behind the wheel. Ultimately, police split them up, impounded the car, and filed for no charges. Before leaving, the witness made one last observation to the deputy. She seems like a sweet girl, he said. She's definitely a little rough around the edges, but nobody deserves that. The day after the altercation, Alcaraz showed up to retrieve her vehicle from a tow yard in the company of another man, according to the incident report. Uh-huh. Prior to her disappearance, Alcaraz, Miss Nikki Alcaraz, also known as Nikki Cunningham, had last spoken with her family via text on May 8th, according to the Chitham County Sheriff's Office in Tennessee. The couple was headed from Ashland City to Orange County, California, in Alcaraz, in Alcaraz Black 2013 Jeep Wrangler. Authorities stated the license plate is BGL. I don't want to read their license plate. Fuck that. And she has a bumper sticker reading Mama Tried or Mama Tired. Due to the history of domestic violence, Alcaraz was thought to have been in danger, according to the sheriff's office. Alcaraz is 5 feet 6 inches tall and weighs about 160 pounds. She has a large tattoo across her chest, a piercing in her upper lip, and dark hair. The case has drawn comparisons to the murder of Gabby Petito who was killed in Wyoming during a cross-country van life road trip with former fiancé Brian Laundrie just two weeks after the couple was involved in a public domestic violence incident in Utah. Police also released a 911 audio and body cam from several deputies who arrived as backup. News Sources Digital is still going through the materials. Well, she's she's alive, and that's the good thing. That's why I jumped on the story, because I thought it was the same uh, end game. Well, I don't want to call it an end game, but the same results as the other, um, the other, the Gabby Petito incident. That made headline news, too, like uh, two months ago, a month ago, maybe a month and a half ago, it was on the news where... The boyfriend and the girlfriend went on a cross-country trip and they got into some domestic violence stuff and the girl ended up being missing. Family can't find her. And then by the time they find her, they found her body. She was dead. I jumped on this story because I thought it was the same result. And I was about to jump on the damn podcast and tell you people, if y'all have domestic violence problem, I don't think going on a cross-country trip will resolve anything. First, you gotta have a conversation when you and your significant other can't get along. Can't If you cannot get into a common ground with you and your significant other, man, that's gonna lead to a subsequent split apart. Some people 
are connected because you having unprotected sex. When you have unprotected sex, feelings grow strong. This is a fact. When you having sex with a significant other, your feelings will be involved, especially if you're with that person every day. You know, if it's like a casual sex, then you don't really have that much care for the other person. It's just y'all just friends and y'all casually having sex. But if y'all are messing with each other on a regular basis, that means y'all both have feelings towards each other. And it's a thin line between hate and love. So whatever you guys are arguing about, because it's just like having a roommate. Your roommate does something to piss you off. Your roommate does something to just, it just gets under your skin and you're gonna get mad. You have to have a conversation, you have to communicate. Don't hold back your feelings. Like that's the worst thing to do. Like if you're not gonna talk, then you're being, you're being um, toxic. You're being toxic as hell. How are you going to have a problem with somebody and not tell them the issues that you have with the person? You have to open your mouth and say something. You can't, you can't play those games. And then I, know, I notice a lot of ladies, I notice a lot of ladies, they like to play mind games. You should not do that. You're causing issues. You're causing a great conflict. You see what I'm saying? And you could potentially get you know, be in a very bad situation. Is that what you want? Is that what you really want for yourself, ladies? Stop playing those mind games with these guys. Some of these guys cannot understand or comprehend these little mind games, these cute mind games that make you giggle inside all of the time. Sometimes you have to have that transparency and you need to talk to the significant other. You have to communicate. There has to be understanding. If there's not no understanding, there's a bunch of overstanding, you have a, over, a bunch of goddamn problems. You see what I'm saying? So, I'm telling you guys, from the kindness of my heart, if you're in a situation with your significant other, make sure y'all both are in common ground. Don't go on no trip together because y'all gonna piss each other off, off and one of y'all finna Crayshawn rock somebody, all right? We don't need that. No more Crayshawn rocks. We gonna leave that for Zeus Network, all right? So this is Thinking Out Loud with your man, Ben's Pharrell, giving you great advice. You see what I'm saying? Don't go to the mother podcasters. Come over here and listen to your man. You know what I'm saying? And follow him on that goddamn Instagram called Box Benji. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, Box Benji.